You're smart. Your TV is smart. That's why you cut the cord. But you need one more thing. Alaska's news source. Watch live or when it's convenient for you. Here's how. Just search Alaska's news source on Roku, Apple TV, Amazon Fire, or Android TV. Install and enjoy. It's completely free and has everything you need in one spot. Breaking news. Statewide weather. In-depth investigations. Start streaming Alaska's news source live today. Today in the Morning Edition, the Anchorage Assembly passes more than $1 million in alcohol tax revenue to help transition people out of homelessness into more permanent housing. Plus, back-to-back -back avalanches hit Juneau, prompting roads to be temporarily closed and the community coming together to help dig out after a massive snowstorm. And look out, it's a shark made of snow. An Iowa resident decided to have some fun and challenge his sculpting skills. Happy to report his creation is getting lots of community love as the morning edition starts now. Good morning, everyone. On this uh, Wednesday, I guess when you're faced with all this snow, why not snow sculpt? Yeah, and how do people do that? They have <laughs> teeth and everything. Yeah, and the color and everything. It's a snow shark. You need to introduce him to uh, Snowzilla. Oh, I there you go. Make yeah. him a bonding experience. <laughs> Uh, waking up this morning, it is another cold one across South Central. We are seeing some light areas of freezing fog uh, as winds have yet to kick in for many areas across the region. But that will change as we head uh, through the afternoon and evening hours. Now, some parts of South Central already beginning to see those winds increasing for Anchorage into the valley. Uh, we're really going to begin to see those uh, winds increasing as we head into the afternoon uh, and evening hours. Current uh, temperature of 8 degrees, winds out of the south at 3 miles per hour. So we are seeing uh, some cold conditions as we start off the morning, even seeing areas out towards East Anchorage uh, hovering near zero degrees this morning. Both Merrillfield as well as Muldoon at one uh, through South Anchorage. We've got those temperatures in the single digits and then Eagle River uh, holding just a degree below uh, 10 degrees this morning. Elsewhere across South Central, we do have some sub-zero values where uh, Talkeetna as well as Wasilla sitting at about four to five below, Kenai two below. Uh, you can see elsewhere across uh, the region where you're continuing to hold on to some colder conditions. However, as you head towards the coast, uh, temperatures still in the 20s and the 30s, even warmer as you head out towards Valdez and Cordova, uh, where we are seeing some of those gusty conditions, those temperatures sitting in the mid-30s, and uh, Valdez already seeing some blowing snow uh, being reported this morning. As far as what we're going to see through the day, uh, again, some morning fog uh, as we start off the day should not be as dense as what we've seen the previous mornings. Uh, those temperatures will warm into the upper teens and the lower 20s as we head uh, throughout the afternoon hours. And then that wind forecast for Anchorage, uh, notice how we head into the afternoon hours. For the first part of the day, fairly quiet. As we head beyond about noon, uh, that's when those winds will begin to increase, and we'll see gusts up to 40 miles per hour for north and west Anchorage uh, as we head on through the day. I'll have more details on that and the rest of the winds across South Central coming up. There were some big items on last night's agenda and a special meeting the Anchorage Assembly tack, uh, tackled two major issues, helping those experiencing homelessness in Anchorage and aiding our housing crisis through more housing options. In a 10 to 1 vote, the Assembly approved $1.5 million in alcohol tax revenue to help transition 150 homeless people from shelters into more permanent housing under the Anchored Home Next Step pilot program. Assemblymember Felix Rivera hopes this will help take pressure off of often full or at capacity emergency shelters in the yeah, city. I think that would be
Uh, by the time our emergency cold weather shelter closes, um, that we're going to house 150 individuals and uh, decompress um, one of the locations for emergency cold weather shelter um, so that hopefully we have a much easier transition out of emergency cold weather shelter. So I think it's important. Assembly also unanimously passed an ordinance to amend municipal code to reclassify triplexes as residential construction instead of commercial. This is to relax requirements and encourage more residential construction in the city. There have been criticisms about the changes that more triplexes in the city would not reduce costs to renters because they would be expensive and more residential units would create parking problems. Assembly Chair Chris Constant said those criticisms are from people in specific neighborhoods and these changes would potentially benefit the whole city. Vice Chair Meg Zalatel also talked about benefits of the changes. I think it's really clear it's assembly priority um, and recognition we're in a housing crisis and so we're trying to remove all regulatory barriers that stand in the way of the development of housing really at all price points quite frankly um, whether that's from a land use perspective a building perspective we're really trying to be creative and holistic in that approach. I don't think I support uh, this most recent change though and it's just because I don't understand the consequences of what we might be mandating here um, and while I think it's well intentioned I mean I don't know what the second order effects might be right. Another resolution was also introduced, which will fund operation costs for the emergency cold weather shelter that was set for a public hearing at the next meeting on January 23rd. In June, day two of the regular session will get underway for the state legislature. This year, lawmakers are very much focused on energy, echoing Governor Mike Dunleavy's call to make energy a top priority. There are several energy bills being pushed, including a pre-filed bill to help with Cook Inlet's looming natural gas crunch to try and incentivize well exploration. That bill also looks to royalties and gas taxes being zeroed out as long as gas is offered to in-state electric or heat providers. Education was also a big topic where there was much discussion over the governor's vision for education funding and whether or not to consider any vetoes. Several prominent figures around Anchorage are putting their hats in the ring for Anchorage mayor, hoping to unseat current mayor Dave Bronson. Anchorage now has five candidates who have officially filed to be on the mayoral ballot. According to the municipal website, Dustin Darden joins the four others who filed Friday. Those are Bill Pop, Chris Tuck, Darren Colbury, and Nick Danger. Meanwhile, Anchorage's current mayor is responding to news that the Supreme Court will take on a case about a homelessness amicus brief. Anchorage signed on to this case last year along with 15 other cities, but as far as SCOTUS is concerned, the town in question is Grants Pass, Oregon, which does not have a homeless shelter. Previously in Oregon, a court ruled you can't stop people from sleeping in public spaces if you don't provide an alternative. In a statement, Bronson said in part, quote, we hope the Supreme Court provides clarity on managing homelessness without, legal, without constant legal threats. This is a crucial opportunity to strike a balance and address our community challenges effectively. The Anchorage Museum is pausing its new admission fee policy. That policy allowed Alaska Native visitors to get free general admission. The museum is doing this so it can make sure that the program is implemented in the best way. It remains committed to honoring Indigenous people as well as improving access to the cultural belongings. Juno saw back-to-back -back avalanches this week. The latest happened Tuesday north of downtown just above Barron's Avenue. The slide was captured by Gary Patton, who sent us this video. Authorities say it did not spill out onto any roadways or hit any buildings, but the community is asked to avoid entering any area below its path.
And Monday's avalanche, which did run onto Thane Road about a mile south of downtown, is now cleared. City manager Katie Coaster says the avalanche buried the road in one to two feet of snow and called the avalanche as a common occurrence for the area, especially after the storm dumped over 30 inches of snow on parts of Juneau the last few days. The Department of Transportation wants to hashtag keep Alaska moving, but part of that goal means crews will perform avalanche mitigation throughout the winter. This video of DOT avalanche hazard reduction efforts on the Seward Highway in 2022. And when these blasts happen, you can expect to wait up to 45 additional minutes. If you want to check out how much time you can expect to wait for these operations, though, you can always tune your radio to 511. And one of the easiest ways to get all of those weather updates for your area is the Alaska's Weather Source app. That app features information updated by our own weather team. Search for Alaska's Weather Source in the App Store. Coming up, growing concerns over a jump in syphilis cases in Alaska. We'll let you know what the CDC recommends and why after the break. And still holding on to some sunshine across South Central with windy conditions that will develop as we head on throughout the day. I'll have more details on that. But first, sunrise, 9.53, sunset, 4.26, 6 hours and 32 minutes of daylight. Good morning, everyone. Back here on a Wednesday, 11 minutes past the hour. Yeah, we saw two back-to-back -back avalanches in Juneau recently. Aaron, what can you tell us about our avalanche forecast? Well, here across South Central, certainly going to see rising avalanche danger with some winds that will increase as we head through the remainder of today uh, into our Thursday. Now, as of this morning, still holding at considerable above 2,500 feet, uh, but don't be surprised if we see that considerable lower to about uh, the 1,000 to 2,500 feet level as we continue to see some of these strong northerly winds uh, that's going to increase across uh, south central as we head uh, through the remainder of the day. Now this morning we're already seeing some of those winds beginning to increase. Not everyone is seeing uh, those windy conditions but that will change as we continue to head into the afternoon and evening hours. Winds of 43 miles per hour in Point Lay out towards uh, the Aleutians. We've got those wind chills or those winds uh, anywhere from 30 to 40 miles per hour. Uh, Kodiak already seeing those winds gusting upwards of 43 miles per hour uh, this morning. Now what we're going to begin to see as we head on through the day, you can see a high wind warning uh, out towards Valdez and Thompson Pass. We've got gusts of 75 to 90 miles per hour uh, looking possible as we head on through the day. And then just south of Cordova, uh, there's a hurricane force wind warning, and this is going to lead to the potential for seas up to 11 feet. And then across the rest of South Central, we're going to see those windy conditions uh, into the afternoon and evening hours. Also watching for the possibility uh, into the valley from uh, really Sutton Palmer out towards Wasilla, seeing some of those Matanuska winds developing. Uh, should that occur, some of the strongest winds for the valley will occur uh, later this evening, overnight into tomorrow. Uh, but you can certainly see those winds whipping in out of the north northeast as we head through the day down through the Kenai. Uh, we're talking about winds anywhere from 30 to about 60 miles per hour. Uh, the Anchorage Bowl, we will see our winds anywhere from about 20 to 40 miles per hour. And those winds will primarily be for north and West Anchorage. East Anchorage should be shielded for most of the winds through the day. Uh, so if you live out near Bo uh, Muldoon, uh, be prepared for just some light breeze, uh, not expecting any significant winds for you uh, as we head on through the day. And then into Thursday and Friday, those winds do begin to subside. However, the valley likely will see those winds continue into your Thursday. There's those winds really ramping up uh, as we head into the afternoon and evening hours. Don't be surprised if parts of the valley uh, see those winds gusting anywhere from 50 
uh, to about 60 miles per hour. With those winds expected to gust today, those temperatures warming into the teens and the 20s, it's actually going to feel more like uh, the sub-zero values for most of the day. But as those temperatures warm into the 20s, uh, we should see uh, those wind chills improve into the single digits. So windy conditions taking hold across south central uh, thanks to that tightening pressure gradient. There it is for the Kenai and as well as Kodiak winds gusting 30 to about 60 miles per hour. Strong winds for Valdez, uh, Thompson Pass as well. Uh, Cordova seeing those gusts up to 60 miles per hour. Even the Copper River Basin holding on to some windy conditions today. And then again from Palmer and Wasilla watching for those Matanuska winds to develop later this evening. Uh, Talkeetan and Willow will see some winds as well, although not as windy. Uh, max winds likely gusting up to 25 miles per hour for you. But for all of us, those winds uh, will be out of the north, northwest. So there's those temperatures across the state today. 13 in Ukiavik, 36 in Cold Bay, uh, 37 in Juneau. Despite the winds, we are going to see fairly quiet uh, conditions with plenty of sunshine. Breezy continu uh, continuation of these winds into Thursday. And then you can see colder weather. By week's end, we're going to drop down to 10 degrees as we welcome in Saturday. All right, it's going to be a chilly one. Thanks, Aaron. A rising number of syphilis cases in Alaska is prompting a strong recommendation from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Health officials recommend most adults in Alaska under age 45 should be tested for syphilis at least once this year. Lauren Maxwell reports. Syphilis is a sexually transmitted disease, which in our state is clearly on the rise. From 20 cases reported in 2016, to 424 in 2022, numbers that have health officials concerned. Syphilis was relatively rare before 2017 in Alaska. And before 2020, it was very rare in women. And we've really seen an increase in both men and women. If left untreated, syphilis can cause serious health problems that can crop up years after the initial infection. And the concern isn't just for adults. The rate of congenital syphilis, that's babies born with the disease, is also growing in Alaska, which can lead to a lifetime of health issues, even death. It's something that we really want to avoid. The key, health officials say, is testing. That's especially important for pregnant women, but the CDC also recommends it for most Alaskans who are sexually active under age 45. Because it's a blood test, people can talk to their doctors about adding a test for syphilis when they're having other lab work done. Anchorage residents can also get tested at the Municipal Health Clinic, which offers free walk-in service that's completely confidential. Mondays and Fridays, um, anytime between 9 o'clock and 3 o'clock, we do free STD testing, whether or not somebody has insurance. The good news health providers say is that syphilis is a curable condition. It's something we can test for, we can find out if you have it, and then it's something that we can get treatment for. That starts with knowing where you stand. Lauren Maxwell, Alaska's News Source. As for symptoms, doctors say it could range from an unexplained sore or rash or no symptoms at all. Bottom line, syphilis can be a very serious disease, but the treatment is relatively simple. Doctors say a dose or two of penicillin will usually clear it up. You've been listening to the Alaska's News Source podcast. Subscribe to have the latest episodes delivered to your library automatically.